Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Garnett, Sollinger, Barbosa, Green, and Terry on the floor for the Celtics. Jason Terry turns the corner, drives the runner, is up and good, scoring the foul. Great move going towards the basket. I thought he wanted to make the pass then over the Sullinger as he saw him on the opposite side. But here's the thing that Sullinger is going to have to learn to do. Not long jump. He's going to have to go straight up. That was a sick Sean Grandy fighting through on opening night the other night. He always fights through. Alongside Cedric Maxwell, Celtics, you hear him here on 93.7 WEI home opener tomorrow. Milwaukee Bucks at the Garden. Another game over the weekend, I believe. Against Washington, a home-and-home with the Wizards uh, Sunday, Wednesday, uh, this week coming up. Every single Thursday, we'll talk to a Celtics player here on this show and joining us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. With speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G, it's AT&T Rethink Possible. New Celtics guard Jason Terry. Hey, Jason, Mike, and Lou, how are you? Good, good. How you doing? Appreciate you taking a few minutes here. Uh, I'll go back to your opening night and and ask you about your quote after the game, saying it was a bad performance for you. Uh, was it just a lot of emotion heading into that game? What do you think led to that, Jason, in game one? Oh, no, nothing at all. Again, you have to have um, opportunity and then take advantage of your opportunities. And, and the opportunities I had, I really didn't take advantage of them. And so just from my perspective, uh, defensively, we as a whole didn't have a a good game, and I gave up some buckets that I, I ordinarily wouldn't do. Uh, give them credit, though. Um, you know, they looked a lot more comfortable, a lot more familiar uh, with each other uh, than we did. Uh, but we know it's a process, and uh, we weren't going to win the championship in the first game. We would like to have won that game, obviously, uh, for whatever reasons. But uh, we, we come home here uh, tomorrow night, and uh, for me, I feel like it's a must-win. You know, we're at home, we're opening up. And uh, we need to win this game. Jason, what was it like in that locker room during that ring ceremony? You guys were in there just trying to get away from it. But guys like KG, Paul, and Rondo that were there last year that went up against that Heat team, did you did you sense anything? Was there any kind of comments in that locker room before the game? Well, no, no comments at all except for, you know, about us just sticking together. Uh, we know through a long season there's going to be some ups, there's going to be some downs, uh, some adversity. Uh, that we're going to have to fight through and that we know that through adverse times it's going to bring us closer together. So uh, almost going into the game knowing, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough, tough game for us to, to pull out. But, uh, again, we were very optimistic coming in, knowing that we are a very talented team and our ceiling is very high. So, um, you know, it was quiet in the locker room. It was a focus. Uh, but, uh, again, you know, just, just a, a tough opening a matchup for us to go up against a team that's been together. You know, they have one or two new pieces, 
where we have uh, six or seven new guys uh, in a game situation just trying to get familiar with each other. Yeah, how, how difficult is that? Because it, 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 that's what it did seem like. A lot of talk about the communication on defense and help yeah. defense and things like that. You do have a lot of different guys. Like we mentioned, nine guys in the, that played in that game, five guys different from last year as far as playing with this team. How, how long does something like that take? Well, I, I think it takes a while, you know. Um, you know, preseason is one thing. Uh, when you're going against teams that are, you know, are just primarily just scrimmaging and practicing. But now you're in a live situation. This is where you really find out and figure out uh, what you're all about. And, you know, for us, we're a defense-oriented team. For us to give up 120 points was just unfathomable. And, uh, you know, it's not us. It's not our identity. Yeah, we like the fact that we scored 107 points. Uh, but giving up 120 is just way too many. We're not going to win very many ball games if we do that. So, again, that would be the focus. That's our emphasis. And uh, if we can continue to get better on the defensive end, uh, primarily with our communication, uh, that, that, that's the biggest part. You know, playing against the Celtics for years, I knew they were always on a string, and I knew they talked a lot. And uh, there wasn't very much of that going on uh, the other night. Jason Terry joining us. In terms of, you said the heat and the the, the, the problem they presented in, in game one. You were with a team that won a championship in 2011. I, I noticed that the heat seemed to play a little bit more free the other night, almost like the pressure comes off. Do you believe that, Jason, that when a team wins a championship and they're expected to win, they come back that next year and they play, I don't say pressure-free, but a little bit different knowing that they no one's going to be questioning, hey, when is that team going to win? Yeah, I thought for the most part they were out there just playing. You know, there were there was nothing uh, holding them back. Uh, they they really they primarily just played played a free ball game. I mean, everybody from from the guys coming in off the bench uh, to LeBron and D Wade, the pressure was off of them. Again, they 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 said what they were going to do when they were assembled and they accomplished uh, part of their mission. So uh, they're they're going to play like that all year. You know, they're the champs and they know it. Uh, but for us, uh, we're the hunter. You know, we we're trying to hunt them down, and it's going to be a process. But Again, playing on a championship team and winning it, I did not have the opportunity uh, to come back and have that feeling uh, because we were not the same team. But uh, hopefully we can get it done this year and I'll be able to experience that next year. Jason, I think we saw there game one, there's a big difference between being Kevin Garnett's teammate and, and not. And I'm just curious, all these years playing up against this guy and now you're one of his teammates, anything surprise you or is it pretty much as expected in what you thought KG was? Yeah, everything is definitely uh, much expected. Uh, his passion, uh, his energy, you know, the way he communicates on the defense end, his uh, presence, uh, his vocal leadership, uh, it's been everything I expected. You know, I'm having a great time, man. This, I've been having so much fun here uh, in Boston in this uniform, you know, being around this group of guys because they all carry a, a very competitive fire, and it, and it starts in, in practice. I mean, all our practices, all our uh, shoot-arounds have been very competitive, uh, there was a situation where we were in the hotel the other night, and who was going to be first to the elevator was the competition. I mean, these guys compete uh, 24-7 around here, and, and that makes you feel good as a veteran player, and it makes you know that every time you step on the floor, we're here to compete and we're playing to win. When you signed here, Jason, you said that Doc was a part of this, that you talked with Doc and, and familiar with him and wanted to, to be a part of it. What is it about Doc Rivers as a coach that was part of that recruiting process? Well, just, just knowing uh, his history, uh, knowing that he was a championship coach, and then as a player, uh, anytime you play the guard position and you have a, uh, a point guard or a guard as a coach, you know he understands every aspect of the game. And uh, I've watched him for years. Uh, he's one of the best uh, tacticians as far as coming out of the timeouts, uh, making adjustments, uh, setting up plays, 
putting players in position uh, to being to being successful. And then he's a motivator. You know, it's a long season, and there's going to be times where he has to come in and, and you know kind of get get in guys' butts, and uh, he's more than willing to do that. And then he knows when to to, to pull off the gas pedal. So uh, he's well respected. He's always been that way to, uh, in my eyes, and there's been nothing different that I've seen since I've been here. I'm just wondering, Jason, you're a superstitious guy. I'm very superstitious. <laughs> I told the uh, masseuse uh, he didn't make the trip, and I, I told him, I said, man, if you ever do that again, uh, you're going to lose your job. Now, will he lose his job? I don't know, but I'm superstitious. And he had been with us all preseason, but he kind of messed my routine up, and I didn't play very well. Now, did you? with that in mind, you put a lot of pressure on yourself because I know you got a new tattoo there, the Larry O'Brien Trophy and the Celtic Shamrock uh, Leprechaun, rather. Last time you did that was in Dallas, and I believe you won the championship that year. No question, and that's that's definitely the reason why. And then, again, I looked at our roster. I knew what our coaching staff, I knew the culture, I knew what our fans bring, and uh, I, I, I believe it, you know. Regardless of what happened in game one, it's a long season, and I honestly believe at the end of this journey it's going to end up with the Boston Celtics hoisting up the 18th banner. Uh, Lou asked you about Kevin Garnett. I'm curious. Rajon Rondo is a guy that you know we've talked about a lot here in terms of you know the way other teams look at him, the way he is as a teammate. Give us your take on Rajon these first couple of months. I love it. Fierce competitor. Um, he, he's a guy that he is uh, one of the leaders on this team. Um, what, he, what he did uh, before training camp was, was phenomenal. I, I, I've never seen it done in my 13 years of basketball uh, where uh, a young uh, point guard, young point guard gets everybody together. We meet out in L.A., we go train for a week, then we come back uh, with a sole purpose of, of winning the championship, and that's what the emphasis was on. Uh, he's taken this team by the reins, and every day he comes in this gym, he leads, whether it's vocally or whether it's by example. He's always here early, and he's always staying late. And uh, that's the guy you want to drive the ship. I'm just curious. Have you been on a lot? You've been on a lot of years in the NBA. Have you been on a team with the depth that you guys have now at guard, and that's without even even without an Avery Bradley? Yeah, no, I, I haven't. Uh, I do equate this team to, to somewhat of what we had in 2010 and 11 with with, uh, with Dallas. We had guys that were very versatile. That could play multiple positions, which allowed us to play multiple lineups. And uh, this team is very similar in that right. But I'm telling you, at this guard position with Leandro Barbosa, Avery Bradley, myself, Rondo, and Courtney Lee, we are a very deep backcourt. And I think it's going to pose a lot of problems for teams as we get deep into the season, as on, as we go on into the playoffs. Did you win the competition to the elevator? <laughs> uh, Rondo, obviously. I don't know what this kid has in his brain. He's too quick. He knows everything before it happens. Jason, thanks for the time here today. Look forward to the home opener tomorrow night. The Red Celtic fans looking forward to seeing you out there at the Garden for the first time. And look forward to talking with you throughout the year. Thank you so much. Sounds good. We are fired up and ready to go. <laughs> that is uh, Jason he Terry, is. the Jet, joining us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. With speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G, it's AT&T Rethink Possible. Talk to a Celtics player uh, every Thursday, and a lot of fun talking to Jason Terry, a guy who's been around. He accepts that six-man role. Says Rondo won the race of the elevator. Uh, quick break. We'll talk to Nick in Weymouth. All your phone calls next month, Lou. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.